0: Come on, keep your praise in this place. So Lord, we worship you. We worship
1: you. Você oh,
0: And have a seat for just a moment. In just a few minutes, we're going to uh, just sit at the Lord's table together. But I got a couple of things I just want to share with you before we do that. I hope when you came in that you picked up one of the uh, little candles here. You're going to need it here in just a few minutes. One of the things that I was thinking about coming into this season, actually, it's it, something that the Lord, I felt like, dropped in my spirit back in the first part of November. And... Um, it begins in Genesis. Everything begins in Genesis, right? But the thing that, I, that was so pointed about this season for me was that God would come down every day and walk and talk with Adam and Eve. He would walk with them in the garden. He would talk with them in the garden, having conversations, having fellowship. And then they, they made a mistake. They, fa- they fell. They sinned. And even after they sinned, God still came down to them. He didn't wait for them to recognize anything. He didn't wait for them to to reach out to him. He literally did what he's always done. Every day of their life, he came down to meet with them in the garden. He had to have a conversation with them about their sin. He had to make a decision about what the consequences of that sin was going to be. But he came and met with them. Centuries later, the children of Israel have left Egypt. They're wandering in the wilderness and... and, um, God gives Moses the, the blueprints for the tabernacle. And he says, I'm going to meet with you here. And he says, built an altar. It's in the opening there. He said, I'm going to come to this altar, and I will meet with you there. Once again, what's God doing? He's reaching down to us. He's reaching down to us. Move ahead centuries, and all of a sudden, there's shepherds, and there's angels in the sky, and there's... A virgin Mary, and she's giving birth to a child. And the first chapter of John tells us that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that's a great verse, but the one that's, that I like more than anything else is this. Down a little bit further in John chapter 1, he says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And once again, God reaching down. To us that began it for you and I up until that point God in the Old Testament God would only come and visit people that were in leadership prophets priests and kings you didn't see him really really reaching down and having big meetings they tried to meet with the children of Israel and it scared them and they said no just let Moses talk to you but in reality God sent Jesus to restore the fellowship that he had with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden But it's not just for two people. It's not just for one nation. It's for everyone who would believe on him. Everyone who would receive the light. The Bible says that the darkness didn't comprehend it. You know, once we were all in darkness, but we're no longer in darkness, are we? Because we come to Jesus, because he's forgiven us of our sins, we now walk in the light, his light. The Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth that the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. It's an everyday, 24 hour day, seven days a week, 365 days a year access to our Creator. No longer necessary for you to go to a man or to a priest or a high priest and have that person mediate for you because Jesus Christ, after his birth, died on a cross. And he became the mediator once and for all for every one of us. Love came down to us, he didn't require us to go to him. Just as God came in the garden to Adam and Eve, just as he came to the tabernacle in the wilderness, just as he came in a manger 2,000 years ago in a little city called Bethlehem, he is still coming to you and I today. He dwells inside of us. He lives inside of us to meet with us. The book of Revelation says this. This is Jesus talking. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Anybody hears me and opens the door, I will come in and I will dine with him. You say, well, Revelation is all about the end time in some respects. But in a lot of respects, it's about the here and now. And this, the passage, behold, I stand at the door and knock, is about right now. You say, well, I thought that's about calling someone from, from out of darkness into salvation. It's not it, it can be that, but it's not just limited to that. Every day, God is knocking at our door. Every day, God is saying the same thing he said to Moses and to the children of Israel in the wilderness. I want to meet with you. I want to meet with you. I've watched people this year. I I love just going places and just kind of observing. Some great places around this area to observe. See some funny things. See some bad things. See things that make you hurt your heart. And what I've watched this year is people just busy, they're running and they're going and they're doing, and we've got to get all this done. We've got this deadline, we've got that deadline. I've got to go pick this gift, I've got to go make this, I've got to go do this, and it's this, this, go here, go here, go here, go here, go here. And all the while, God is simply just saying, I'm knocking because I just want to meet with you. I just want to meet with you. We used to say two minutes in God's presence does more than we can do in 10 years maybe we need to to resurrect that saying again we need to take some time this service today is a day about celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ but it's more than just celebrating his birth it's also coming together as a family at the table of the Lord and allowing him to meet with us allowing him in this service this morning. Look, I am thrilled that you came out in all this nasty weather this morning to be here. But you know what I know beyond anything else? There's someone that's more thrilled than I, and that's your creator. He's the one that drew you here this morning. He's the one that's brought you to this place. Because he's saying to everybody in this room, and everybody's going to watch this this uh, telecast on the internet. God, this is—he th- is saying to every single solitary one of us today, "I will meet with you here." That's his plan today. That's his plan. Are you open for a meeting? Four of you—that's a good deal. That's good. Come on, Jen, you, you ready for a meeting with God? Amen. Come on. All right, let's stand all over the room this morning, I'm going to ask our rushers, they're going to come. You say, well, Phil, you're not going to preach? I just did. <laughs> I just did. Look, we've got a lot of kids in the room today, but we're, we're not going to rush the next few minutes. Go ahead, you guys can go ahead and begin to serve the Lord's table to everyone. You don't have to be a member of the church. Go ahead and turn your little, little, this little light of mine. Go ahead and turn it on. We're going to bring the lights down here in just a moment. And this is going to be the only light in the house. Nice look, Rex. If by some chance you didn't get one of these when you came in this morning, take your phone out, turn your light on. let your light shine I'm going to pray for you while we're serving this morning and then, then I'll come back in just a few minutes and just kind of lead you through the meeting that we're going to have with God at the Lord's table Father, as we begin to serve this congregation this morning for those that are watching on the internet this morning God, and that are in their living room God, and maybe they're there with the the bread and the cup before them as well Father, I pray that you would overshadow this time you're knocking at our door, God And you have promised us that if we would hear your voice, open the door, that you would come in and you would have a meal with us, Father. So today, as we sit at your table, as we recognize your birth, your life, your death, and your resurrection this morning, God, may this meeting be a very, very special one in the lives of everyone in this room today and across this campus, God. Be glorified as we sit with you at your table, Jesus. A few more that have not been served yet. With just hold steady, just about just closing your eyes all over the room, and just meditating on the reality of a meeting with the Lord. as he told Moses that he would meet us at that altar Jesus said it's imperative that I go away so that I could send the comforter and that comforter dwells inside each and every one of us A meeting with God is not something that you have to set up as an appointment it's not something that you have to get on his calendar it's something that with the death of Christ The curtain in the temple torn from top to bottom, giving access to everyone. And that's what this day is all about today. Yes, I know in a few days we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And that's very important because he came. But he came for one purpose. And that purpose was to die on a cross. So that his blood would be shed so that each and every one of us could receive the forgiveness of sin. Not based on our nationality, not based on the color of our skin, not based on our social standing, but based solely on the work that he did on the cross. And because he died, you and I can live. The night that the Lord was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, he gave it to all of his disciples and said, this is my body broken for you. Eat this in remembrance of me, shall we eat together this morning? Before the end of the meal that night he took a cup and he blessed it and he handed it to the disciples and said this cup represents the new covenant in my blood as often as you drink this cup you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes shall we drink together this morning Jesus told us that we are to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify God who is in heaven. All over this room this morning, lift your light, lift your light, and let's declare the mighty works of God all over this house. Can you do that? Can you give him praise in this house today with your mouth? Come on, lift up praise all over this house. Father God, we magnify your name. We glorify you today, Jesus. You are the light of the world. Yes, you came to a place of darkness. But everyone who responds to your light, Father, we no longer live in darkness, but yet we are now children of the light, Father. We are here today because of you. And we glorify you this morning, Father. And we worship you today and we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor this morning. And we say to Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, You are God. You are God. And we worship you this morning. We worship you this morning. Your name is above every name. There is no other name given whereby men can be saved. It is a beautiful name this morning, Lord Jesus. It is the most beautiful name that has ever been spoken. When the angel said to Joseph, you will call his name Jesus. You will call him Emmanuel, God with us. And he will save the world from the sins. So today, Jesus, we glorify you. We glorify you this morning for your birth, for your life, for your death, and ultimately for your resurrection. Because you provided a way that we can have fellowship with God and we can meet with him on a daily basis. And he desires that. Thank you for your reconciling power of your blood. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise in the house this morning.
2: In the beginning, the first words out of God's mouth were not don't or stop, it was let. Let is a word of giving. Let it happen. Let it be. Let there be what? Light. And then later in John, a new Genesis happens. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And that word, that Christ, who created all things, By him, for him, through him, in him, all things exist. Came into the world, the light of the world. And then the Christ lives his life in Jesus and at the end dies a death. And then is resurrected and what happens? Now you are the light of the world. Going into the darkness and saying, he's risen. Let there be light. Amen. Well, the service is, is not done yet, so let's go ahead and make our way back to our seats. We're going to give together generously as a body of believers and just say to the Lord, we're so grateful for all that you've done for us. You can be seated today. Wasn't that a sweet time of sharing communion and not burning ourselves? I thank God there was a toddler beside me that was holding a candle and decided it would be better placed on the back of the person in front of her and just chucked it at her right there in the light of the world flickering on the ground it was just a funny moment to me but we're going to give this morning so ushers go ahead and make your way forward if you will and uh, as they're making their way forward just um, want to say welcome to all of our guests we're so glad that you joined us on, uh, on this beautiful morning where we're celebrating the birth of our Lord. Would you take a moment and just fill out the welcome card in the seat back in front of you and then stop by Guest Connect uh, on the way out. So this is the last time we're going to give corporately on a Sunday morning uh, in this year. So there are four ways to give and they're listed on the screen behind me. I just wanna invite all of our sisters and brothers, those that are deployed and those that are just unable to make it out this morning. And especially those who are sick, a lot of that going around. You can give online. Just go to genuchurch.com. You can give that way. So let's pray over the offering. Father, thank you again just for all that you've given to us. And we give now to glorify your holy name on this last time that we'll give together as a corporate body in this year. Last time this decade. We just say thank you for bringing us here and for the privilege to give in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, uh, when I stepped up here this morning, I had eight announcements, and as I was looking at my phone, a ninth one just came in from my senior pastor, so I have to give it. And before I forget, because it's not written down, are you ready for this? There's apparently a photo wall out in the foyer. Should they have their photo taken at the photo wall? In the lobby. So you should do that. You should, you should have your photo taken and share it and just mention us. And if you don't know how to do that, just get out your old Polaroid and snap a photo and hang it on the Christmas tree. Okay. I mentioned it's our last time to give uh, as a corporate body. That's because next Sunday is Sabbath Sunday, which is not a day off from God. It's a day of rest, but also a day of worship. So be sure to gather your family together, read a little bit of scripture together, enjoy the day together on next Sunday, Sabbath Sunday, we will not be meeting here. Uh, The next announcement is end of year giving. For those of you um, that maybe you're a business owner, you wanna make that last donation of the year or a family, uh, you can do that. Make sure it's postmarked by December 31st. There are stamped envelopes out in the foyer at the hub to make that easy for you. Uh, We do have some unclaimed Christmas cards in the lobby. So if uh, you go out there and look under your uh, initial and pick up those Christmas cards, otherwise, uh, we will return them to Santa. Uh, The next thing is, uh, remember, we're going to two services on January the 12th, 9 and 1030. However, January 5th is Vision Sunday. So listen, do not miss January the 5th where Pastor Phil is going to be laying out in detail the vision for where we're going over the next decade. I think, and I don't just say this, I think that 2020 is a crucial year, one of the more crucial years in the history of this church related to our future. And you're gonna find out why on January the 5th. And I'm reminded as we're taking up the offering that one of our Dream Team members, John Eyrick, went to be with the Lord uh, just recently. And so there's gonna be a special memorial service for John uh, on tomorrow at 10 a.m. right here in the church. And uh, the next thing is group life. If you have been thinking about leading a small group, Well, we've made it easier than ever, actually. Um, On Wednesday nights uh, in February, as we roll out the next season of small groups, we're going to actually offer childcare early drop-off. And so you can drop off your children at 545 and then go and have your group off campus or even on campus and then come back and pick them up. But there's gonna be a listening session for those who are thinking, you know what? I might wanna lead a small group. That's gonna be on Sunday, January the 5th, right after service. Uh, There's an Awaken series that begins on Wednesday, January the 8th, and that's a series I'm going to be preaching in here, Um, and so I hope that you'll join us for Awaken as I'm going to be bringing a message series from the Gospel of John, and then finally, and this is perfect timing because the offering has nearly made its way to the back row. This is announcement number nine, and one of our beloved church members said, if you can make those announcements impressive, I will actually bow in honor to you. And, get, and, and so you'll, you won't see it. He said he'd remain seated, but he's sitting up here on the front row, so watch carefully. The last one is pretty cool. Uh, every year I set out to read the Bible uh, through, and every year I, I get to the book of Leviticus and just ask myself, why did I do that? And what I need is a little help from my friends. So this year, GenU is going to read the Bible together in 2020. And so if you will download the Bible app on your phone or whatever smart device that you have around you, download the Bible app and then go to genugrow.com. Click on the Bible reading plan and it'll open up right there. We're going to read the Bible together. So your daily readings are laid out for you every single day. If you're like, I don't know how to get to genugrow.com, go to Facebook and search from the post from this past week. And we actually put a link there. So download the Bible app. And if you already have version, you're already in there. And then you can read that with us. Now, if, you, if all of what I just said is lost on you, we did something old school and we printed out the Bible reading plan. So you can stop by the hub. And every month, it starts brand new. And if you do the reading every month, then you will have read through the Bible in 2020 with Genu. Now, I don't know that I'm going to get any nods of honor. It was a small bow. I see it. But uh, those are the announcements. We have a lot coming up, as you just heard. And so we just want to invite you to enter into this new year with us, and let's do something great for God as we move into 2020. And I think that it's going to be a good season of opportunity uh, that the Lord has for us. We'll look right up here, and let me just pray a special blessing for you. Now, if you want the blessing, put your hands up like this. If you don't, just put your hands up like that, and it won't work for you. My sisters and my brothers in Christ. And Christ is in the bosom of the Father. Which means that if you are in Christ, you are in the heart of the Father. My sisters and brothers who are awake to eternal life even now, may God bless you. May the light, which for some of you is just a flicker right now because of the suffering, may it grow greater and greater as we move into that special day where we celebrate his birth. May may God bless you and keep you. May you leave from this house full of hope and joy regardless of your circumstances. And may this Christmas be one of peace and blessing and hope no matter what you're going through. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you in the new year.